Hello again and welcome back to Daily Devotions with North Clay Baptist Church. My name is Pastor Drew and today we are continuing in our one-year Bible reading plan by closing out the book of Jeremiah. We'll be reading in the last few chapters, chapters 49 through 52. Now, as we've worked through this book of Jeremiah, we have seen that it can be difficult at times to get a firm grasp on all that's going on. Despite this difficulty, however, we have seen that through these recurring themes of judgment, repentance, and salvation, that the book of Jeremiah is ultimately revealing to us God's nature and character, and it is pointing us to the gospel of Jesus Christ. So hopefully, our study in this book has been helpful to that end. And so starting in our reading today, in chapter 49, we see the prophecies of judgment against Ammon, Edom, Damascus, Kedar, and Hazor, and Elam. We are reminded that sin must be judged, and that there is no one that will escape God's judgment. That was true of these nations in Jeremiah's day, and it is still true today. On our own, we have no hope of escaping God's judgment. And that is why our only hope is in the substitutionary atonement of Christ. Because it was on the cross that Christ took upon himself the judgment that we deserved because of our sin. Then in chapter 50, Jeremiah prophesies of the ruin of Babylon. Uh, Matthew Henry notes in his commentary that though the king of Babylon was kind to Jeremiah, the prophet must foretell the ruin of that kingdom. We see that if God's own chosen people are to be judged, then certainly God's instrument of justice will be judged. As we read in verse 18, Therefore thus says Yahweh of hosts, the God of Israel, Behold, I am bringing punishment on the king of Babylon and his land, as I punished the king of Assyria. Then in verses 19 and 20, we read of God's promise to restore Israel. We read, I will restore Israel to his pasture, and he shall feed on Carmel and in Bashan, and his desire shall be satisfied on the, on the hills of Ephraim and in Gilead. In those days and in that time, declares Yahweh, iniquity shall be sought in Israel, and there shall be none. And sin in Judah, but none shall be found, for I will pardon those whom I leave as a remnant. While there was some immediate fulfillment of this promise in the return from exile, we know that it is ultimately fulfilled in the new covenant of Christ's shed blood. In chapter 51, we see continued this prophecy against Babylon. And though the particulars of this prophecy are dispersed and interwoven, as Matthew Henry puts it, we read in verse 11 that Yahweh has stirred up the spirit of the kings of the Medes because his purpose concerning Babylon is to destroy it. For that is the vengeance of Yahweh, the vengeance of his temple. So we see that as God had raised up Babylon for his own purpose of judgment against Judah, so God was raising up the Medes for his own purpose of judgment against Babylon. And finally, in chapter 52, we see recounted the fall of Jerusalem, the destruction of the temple, and the exile of the people to Babylon. We also read of what happened to Jehoiakim, uh, who was carried off to Babylon during the first invasion of Jerusalem in 597 BC. And my Reformation study Bible makes this note, that the kind treatment of the former king of Judah by evil Merodach on his ascension to the throne in 562 BC provides a glimmer of hope for the restoration of God's people that Jeremiah had prophesied. We know from the Kings as well as the Chronicles that Jehoiakim did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. Uh, yet despite that, we see God's grace to him in his release from prison and his being given a seat at the king's table. And this gave hope to the people of Israel, that though they too did what was evil 
in the sight of the Lord, they would experience the grace and restoration of God as Jeremiah had prophesied. And in an immediate sense, we know that that promise of restoration was fulfilled when Cyrus issued a decree allowing the people to return home in 539 BC. And in an ultimate sense, it is through the person and work of Christ that sinners are restored to right fellowship with God. So we have seen in the book of Jeremiah that God's justice and holiness demands that he judge sin, that God commands sinners everywhere to repent of their sin, and that it is God who, in his mercy and grace, gives us the gifts of repentance and faith and reconciles his people to himself. So I hope that you've enjoyed our study in the book of Jeremiah. I know that I certainly have, and I look forward to seeing you again soon as we continue in our one-year Bible reading plan.